Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket. Rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. Okay, folks. SEO rock stars is back for another season, and this is Frank Watson, also known as Ozzy Webmaster from days, if you remember that, you're most probably pushing being a senior. I have, very luckily, the CEO and founder of Spyfu and the uh, newly launched Nacho Analytics that seems to be getting talked about all over the web right now. Mike, uh, how are we doing? Great. Thanks for having me, Frank. Really appreciate you coming, or me, <laughs> really appreciate me coming on your show. All right. Not a problem. I, you know, I mean, obviously we've known each other for a while, uh, but you provide, you know, SpyFu has been a great product for a lot of years that I've personally used a lot because I do a lot of paid search. And, uh, you know, you also added in the SEO elements on that. Uh, and now Nacho Analytics has been out for a while. How did you, how did you actually get started? with SpyFu way back. Let's do a little history session. Oh yeah, like let's go back really far. Uh, because it's uh, it's funny, like, you know, you go into like a, a, a room, you know, I remember back in the day when I would I'd go on stage and, you know, we were relatively new. Now, uh, now SpyFu has been around uh, longer than most, people have, most people's careers, right? It's been around for 13 years um, since 2006. Uh, so prior to launching SpyFu, I had another software company um, and I was just getting into Google AdWords, but here's the thing with that company is it was all like all of my companies are bootstrapped. And in this case, I had like 3000 bucks in the bank. And, uh, and I had, you know, and, and if I, and if I didn't get my advertising or my marketing, right, basically I had to go back to work. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so there's a lot on the line, you know, there's skin in the game. Uh, so, yeah. I, uh, so I wanted to see, you know, whether or not any of my competitors were advertising on any keywords uh, that I hadn't thought of. Uh, because it turns out that, you know, I, I found a couple. Um, I, I was kind of a nerd and the product that I was selling would take data off the internet and put it into a spreadsheet. And the way that I would describe it was web data extraction. But it turns out that most people actually search, the search, the search phrase was like web scraping. And for whatever reason, man, uh, that never occurred to me. So I wanted to see if there was anything else that I hadn't thought of because uh, obviously I had this, um, you know, weakness of being super technical, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and so I built this thing, and um, uh, that would that would basically make a reverse phone directory of Google, if you will. And that was kind of how I referred to it back then. And, uh, and yeah, I remember well, those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so you could type in any website and uh, and see every keyword that they buy and every keyword that they rank on. And uh, I released it uh, as a little side project. It took me about five days to put the thing together. And I released it as uh, Goog Spy. And then I did a press release because we didn't have social media in that day, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, there was, there, yeah, Facebook didn't come around till, yeah. uh, well, 2005, but then 2008 for when they opened it up to the public. Yeah, I, you know, it, and MySpace really most probably wasn't <laughs> the best place to try and. Yeah. 
push anything out like that. Yeah. It, and and that's honestly, the thing. Blogs weren't even. Sorry. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, exactly. So I can, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, we've been doing this between the two of us. We've been doing this for 15, 20 years or more. And it's interesting because, you know, like you, I go to conferences and things like that. And, and the people you run into, like my daughter, who's, you know, 27, is, you know, does social media marketing. She worked for Campbell's. Um, they just, they don't understand that, you know, how it was way back then. And, and you know, those tools, you know, that they take your tools and, and other tools that are out there that they take for granted weren't around. And, you know, it was people like yourself that provided these initial things that really gave a lot of help. You know, yep. being able to see what your competitors were using, you know, what keywords your competitors were using, and then see their ads. So you got an idea of what, you know, any new client, if you're an agency or, you know, a consultant, you can have a look at the competitors and get a feel for what was being done and, you know, the type of spends that are involved. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I would imagine that anyone listening to the podcast is that has done paid search has played with Spyfer. I sure. mean, it's that well known. And, before and now there you've was, got, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And before there was Spyfu, there was literally, there was no SEM Rush. There was no, I mean, um, uh, there's no Ahrefs, uh, none of these. Yeah. None of these. Uh, there's a variety, maybe a dozen tools now that that uh, that you can use, but, but we sort of created that like that was oh my... yeah you to me you were the first you know i mean apart like you said you could you could literally go in and you had to do the searches or create a program that would do the searches and pull the advertising ones up uh that type of thing it it was really a lot of commitment of man hours to be able to do any sort of research on competitors and and specific keywords and you know what was available uh, that type of thing and and you uh, there were Google didn't have a keyword planner. They didn't have a keyword suggest tool, all those things that they later added that came long after your product was out there, which, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that's, and you know, it's how many like ballpark, how many people have, you know, come and gone, but, or, you know, existing clients. I mean, you, it must be in the hundreds of thousands by now. Oh yeah, definitely, they, you know, definitely. I know people in Australia and Asia that use the tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know exactly how many customers we've had, um, but it's definitely in the hundreds of thousands. I mean, we have hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of customers that use the free product every month. You know, a lot of SpyFu is free, and we kind of uh, yeah, uh, like you know, really like the reason that I like kind of exist. You know, I feel like is to empower you know, the, the entrepreneur, uh, sort of the, uh, the bootstrap marketer, like, you know, the, the people that are, that are grinding and, and trying to make their, make their way, you know, because that's, that's what I was doing when I did, when I built it. Right. So I, I kind of identify with that. I had three grand in the bank, you know, so like, <laughs> like the decision yeah. was valuable. Um, and you know, that, 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 uh, you know, that industry, you know, the industry that sprang up around us, that was basically, um, you know, that, that represents us and all these other dozen competitors is like a hundred million dollar a year industry now. Um, oh, yeah. No, if it's not more, I actually did the, uh, Haystack was a, uh, a paid search sort of platform that had, it wasn't a research tool. It was more like a, uh, set up specifically for the automotive space and, uh, 
I did the due diligence for AutoTrader to buy it. And just that little, and it, it was a spreadsheet that uh, integrated with Python that uh, they they bought for $26 million. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, anything, and because of the fact that, you know, having those tools and, and being able to use something, and the beauty of yours is, and I, you know, I tell people, you know, whether it's on social media and it used to be over at Search Engine Watch forums, you know, when they ask, you know, how do I find out about potential budget and things like that, you know, you offer that SPIFU with uh, the, the ability to do some initial research and get some value. And then the smart play is take the money that you, you know, that the insights have given you to a profit and put it back in and get a little deeper next time. Yeah. And I'm sure that the, the conversion number, you know, cause you'll have people like the, you know, the guy with the Google, my business page that wants to do a little bit of uh, PPC for his particular neighborhood. And uh, maybe that isn't you know, the, the level that they can come in and yeah. get, you know, here's a bunch of keywords. Here's uh, you, there's enough information to get someone at that little small business level started. And then they can determine what they want to do after that. But it, it you, yeah, that's very generous because a lot of other services out there are, you know, you get a couple of days here, play with it fast. Yeah. And after that. Yeah. There's this, uh, there's this, this pattern in the industry and the pattern in the industry is to is to put up free walls uh basically you know make it so that you have literally nothing for free and uh and then to increase the price and so uh like our average like the the starting price the average starting price uh, among our competitors is probably in the you know 100 dollars uh, 150 dollars plus and um and then there's limits there's a whole bunch of limits um, you know, how many yeah. keywords, how many searches can you do a day? You know, it's like a hundred, you know, like it's, that's a uh, hundred searches a day is, <laughs> yeah. isn't very much. Um, and, you know, so I've like, like we used to have our price at like 79 bucks and everybody kind of clustered around us. Right. Cause you know, they just wanted to, you know, they didn't know where to price it. So they priced it right around us or like $10 less. And, uh, and over time, you know, I sort of saw this, the, you know, this, this thing where you just have to like charge people more, charge people more, but, but, um, but I figured out that I could make uh, about 98% as much money if I just cut my price in half, right? Like I'm not actually making more money by cutting my price in half, but I'm bringing, but you're value maintaining, yeah, yeah. You're, you're giving value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, you're giving that's, value that's, to the people and they stay longer. That's, that's why we're around. Right. And, uh, and, yeah you know, like I, I want to make as many people create as much value in the world as I possibly can and then, you know, die. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Talk about, let's talk about Nacho for a second. Um, because okay. I tell you what, let's take a quick break. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. And I, we've got to uh, most probably run one of your ads and a few of the <laughs> other uh, people that are advertising. <laughs> and folks, this is not a commercial for Spifu or Nacho, this is something that you should really be aware of, and that's why I brought Mike onto the show. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. 
The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Joy, Edwidge Dentica, Taya Obrecht, Julie Orancher, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Cutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact B-R-A-S-C-O at WMR.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Now, let's get back to jamming. And, and we're back. Welcome SEO. back to SEO Rockstars. I am happy to say that I have Mike Roberts from SpyFu and the Nacho Analytics, which is getting a lot of buzz right now. And just before the break, we were going to start talking about Nacho Analytics Mate, I'm blown away by that product. I mean, how did you how do you get the information? If it's not proprietary, uh, but yeah, that's I think yeah. that's the question I hear a lot of people ask. Wow! And then how do they do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how is it not illegal? You know, it's funny because okay, well, let me first just tell you like real quick what Nacho is. Basically, you can see other people's analytics, uh, and what you're seeing, what we deliver, is actually a Google Analytics account. Now. Obviously, and this is funny because it kind of goes back to the beginning of SpyFu. Um, you know, the first question we get is, you know, is this is this illegal or you know, is this even legal, right? And uh, yeah. and yeah, we're we're not just like I said with SpyFu back in the day. We're not hacking into anyone's AdWords account, you know, because that's the first question people ask. And uh, in this case, we're like not hacking into anyone's Google Analytics account. It's not how it works. Basically. I'm assuming that everybody on this uh, show has probably been around for a while or whatever. <laughs> if, you're, if you're following our old school references, here's how this works. Yeah. It's like 
what we're basic what we're doing we didn't invent the data collection method right we're basically taking um taking clickstream data similar to the way that like um similar web works or compete or uh alexa going back 20 years and we're taking that data uh and we're you know obviously our 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 data the, the trick to this is getting a really diverse panel like making sure that you're not like um you know doing the actual alexa thing where it's like the alexa toolbar which is um, got a huge skew towards marketers uh, we just get a whole bunch you know like maybe hundreds of different uh, uh data sources um and that's kind of how similar web works uh, and then we pump that into google analytics and so the value here is that you can see uh you know people's actual conversions um you can see which products sell what their conversion rate is you can see their entire um you know acquisition channel you know how how many you know what 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 percent of their revenue comes from their email marketing from their from their paid uh their pay-per-click from their seo right you can see uh, not just the top level metrics, how much traffic they get, but actually drill in as deep as you could go with your own Google Analytics account. You can drill in and see um, see those those low level sort of conversion metrics. And that's where the power is super crazy. Um, some of the things that we've been able to figure out are just like it constantly blows my mind. And then the other thing is, is that you have the full power of like the Google Analytics ecosystem. So you have access to their APIs, but then you can build like these dashboards in Google Data Studio. Um, yeah, I love Data Studio. It's so amazing to be able to uh, yeah. create dashboards and, and have numbers updated constantly, et cetera, without having to dig like in the old days when we were pulling massive spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. And you can put your stuff side by side against your competitors, right? So you can pull in your Google Analytics account and put it next to your competitors or, you know, your, uh, I always try to counsel people that like your competitors that you think of as the one that's most direct isn't necessarily the one that you want to like, um, well, you know, emulate, you know, you don't. Yeah. And, yeah. Analyze and then, and, and see where you can go. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, looking at it in terms of, you know, here's, possibly two or three competitors that you're pretty close to as far as you know, work and, and this, that, and the other. You, uh, my, I always go for someone that's doing two or three times better than I am to be able to get some insights to, to grow my business. Well, I'll give you an example. Um, when we were putting together Nacho, uh, when we were building Nacho Analytics, we wanted to have a uh, refer a friend program, you know? And, uh, and so we obviously didn't have like a direct competitor to, or even if we did have direct competitor there, how good is the refer a friend program in the grand scheme of things? So what, what I did is I, I started Googling, you know, what's the best refer a friend program in the world. And you get like these lists of like, you know, 70 or something websites. So I looked at like maybe the top, top 15. And, uh, it turns out that most people think that the best refer a friend program in the world is Dropboxes. And the reason for that is that Sean Ellis, the guy that invented the word growth hacking, uh, was the CMO at Dropbox when he created the refer a friend program. So it's kind of like in a lot of, in a lot of his slides and in his examples and in books. Um, and it's a pretty good refer a friend program, but the best in the world is actually Airbnbs. Um, and Airbnb drives 8,000 signups per day through their refer a friend program. And so we basically were able to reverse engineer that entire program. You know, how do they, first of all, how do they get people to, 
um, to use it, you know, what are the methods that they use? Do they, do they share them socially or do they use the email thing or, you know, do they actually just copy and paste the link? How does it actually work? And then what's the method that they use to get people to, um, you know, to, uh, to refer a friend initially in the first place. Um, and, uh, and so we figured out that none of the, none of the social referrals, none of the, um, you know, sort of import your Gmail contacts, none of that sort of semi creepy stuff that clutters the page. Uh, none of that. Well, that only drives uh, 96% of, of all of the, uh, uh, referral signups happen because of a single email, the single email option, or the copy and paste the link. Um, then the other thing that we learned was that the way that Airbnb gets people to use their refer a friend program is pretty straightforward. They just put a secondary call to action in every single one of their emails. So even their transactional emails have a secondary CTA. It's $40 when you refer a friend or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that, just that inside, uh, yeah. to, to be able to filter out, okay, we don't want to, and, and it makes once, a lot of the times the answers that you get become obvious. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, the right. cut and paste, you're sending that to actual people you know. You know, it, it's like I'm taking the time to, you know, you're not mass sending those cut and paste out. You're, you're grabbing it because you're referring a particular friend, whether you're doing it, you know, in an email to them or you're doing it in a, a chat in Facebook, you know, but it's it's one-on-one. And yeah. that's how, you know, that's how most of uh, social sharing and, and successful social stuff works. But a lot of people, you know, create these massive, you know, automa automatic send all this stuff out and, and spend time and money to do it and wonder why it's not giving them the, the valued return. Yeah, the best ideas tend to be pretty obvious after the, or they seem, they, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, well, that's that's super obvious. But I mean, one of the things there is that obviously Airbnb isn't a, isn't a competitor of Nacho Analytics in any way, right? We just looked at the best in the world, the world-class, um, you know, example and, and used what we could from from them and that's that's kind of the the secret there oh exactly you know i mean and that's the thing you you know you, like you had said earlier you don't necessarily need to use nacho to look at you know people immediately around you if you're a restaurant and you want to learn some things about what you know to become a lot more successful maybe you look at it you're in middle america maybe look at the five top successful restaurants in New York or you know, Michelin star restaurants and what they've done and see, you know, where their traffic comes from and whether or not they're you know, offering recipes of, of, you know, their really popular dishes, mm -hmm. you know, all of that sort of thing, you know, it's a, so you can also load in like Yelp, you know, or, uh, or open yeah, table. Yeah, there you go. Like, you know, like <laughs> this is the, the, the power of loading in a platform is just crazy. Like the things that you can see and learn. Um, it's insane. I mean, we, uh, we obviously have loaded in, uh, Amazon and, um, you know, um, Oh, wow. That must've sales burnt up a hell of a lot of bandwidth and taken a little while. Uh, no, you know, anybody can do it. It's basically included with any account. <laughs> you can yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, oh, just no, what I'm saying is just, bucks. yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it, it, being able to look at that. And I, I, I use, I tell a lot of my people, 
when they're looking for uh, strategic paid search stuff is to look at the Amazon. If, you, if you've got products, is to put your product in and have a look at the Amazon Suggest tool, yeah. which so few people use. Mm-hmm. Now, it's the same sort of thing. So uh, I think uh, we may have to take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back and continue talking. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Now, let's get back to Jammin' and Okay, we're back. Welcome back to SEO Rockstars. I'm still with Mike Roberts, and we've got a few minutes left, and maybe we'll do a speed round of questions. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now I've got to be on my game. Uh, Okay, I'll ask the obvious. With each tool, what do you have on your roadmap to add to it in the coming six to 12 months? Um, so with uh, with SpyFu, we're we're looking at overhauling our uh, our keyword our keyword uh, our keyword tool our keyword research portion. Um, we're going to uh, we're going to add um, you know um, basically like probably add uh, about two hundred times more keywords, um, and we're also going to make it so that you can um, you can do research in like uh, YouTube and Amazon and stuff like that. Um, with oh, very cool. Yeah, with with Nacho, you know, it's a matter of of building out additional data. Uh, you know, getting 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 some mobile data going, um, and then um, potentially uh, doing doing an ad channel um, where you can uh, bring in audiences and such. Okay. Now, I've, each of the again, each of the tools, and if there's a difference. What would you say are the like the top three industries? Not necessarily, you know, obviously digital marketing agencies, that sort of thing. But I mean, the actual whether it's automotive or you know, travel or uh, those sort of things at that level. What would be the top three industries that are using each of the tools? That's that's a good question. Um, I mean, obviously, obviously, the agencies are. are are kind of a big deal for, uh, for SpyFu and for Nacho. That's kind of an obvious, you know, you know, lob off a certain percent, uh, if you, if you think of that, but, um, uh, I think that would, it would probably follow, you know, what you would expect. Um, you know, you got like your travel industry and your finance, 
uh, and education are probably the top the top three with with nacho um e-commerce is pretty big right um and uh and then there's like a whole subgenre of of customers or at least potential customers and that is uh oh sorry it'd be it'd be uh, e-commerce and then product companies right because one of the key things with nacho is that you can like look at your competitor like the, my favorite thing to look at is what's succeeding what are the successful features of a, of a product, right? And you can kind of just see that by usage patterns and it's absurdly useful. Um, and then the other, the other angle is of course, you know, there's a decent number of publicly traded companies that, um, that are pretty pure play. You know, you look at like Netflix and even like something like Tesla and you can see how many, uh, how many sales and you know, how many cancellations that they're getting and potentially you can leverage that, uh, you know, so you can see that in real time, potentially before like quarterly reports come out and such. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I've used both tools and I've used it on the automotive space, which is kind of cool because mm -hmm. I can look at the competitors within a given geographic region yep. to see what uh, make and models <laughs> people yeah. are searching for on the competitors' websites. Mm -hmm. So then you can then go and actually create ads on the PPC side. Yeah to you know when people are doing those searches and and you can drill it down because of the fact that you know that they're geographically targeted i mean the scope of using these tools is amazing you know, and that's the thing that i you know i hope people that are listening to this can walk away with because it really does you you know the, when you added nacho you literally provided the suite that no one else that i know and i know most of the other major you know the hrefs and and, uh, even right in Germany and things, they have portions of it, link research tools, you know, you can, but you've, you've got the spectrum there. And I There's know nothing, that uh, nothing, I sound like a big fanboy. No, like no, no, yeah. I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. It's, but it's, uh, but really I, I'm just, just like con every day I'm kind of like, I find something new in Nacho. Um, you know, uh, I knew kind of what it was going to be, but it's just a really fun Thing to just play around with that data it's amazing it's like it really is like um i mean it's it's uh sometimes i call it god mode for the internet because you can just <laughs> go through walls and see everything there's not i mean like you can see everybody's everything it's really crazy um i mean granted you have to understand um you know how the data works and you need to understand that uh that you, you know what statistical significance is um and like understand how many how many you know page views are going to be statistically significant and um uh and uh and because you can't apply it to everything because we don't have yeah no the there's a on, on. you know you hear that all the time you, you know i mean i i see it with uh, people talking about your tool or the alexa tool or the similar similar web tool there's mm -hmm. there's a you know there's maybe a five to 10% swing on the potential of the numbers, but it, it gives you enough basics to, to, to get a good grasp. And unless like you, you were talking, unless you've studied standard deviation and understand a bell curve and everything else, you know, take the information for what it is. You, know, you don't, don't, you know, don't think that the, any of the numbers from anywhere, even for that matter, AdWords, uh, are or, or Google Analytics are 100% accurate. 
well, but so they the give you is, enough information to, to make judgments on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing with Nacho is that, uh, and and I didn't I didn't set out to like make Nacho have, um, you know, like perfect, like top level metrics, like um, you know how many how much traffic does a website get, uh, or you know, you know stuff like that. It, it's it's that's been available and doable for twenty years. You know, like that's sort of been done. And I don't think that that's particularly interesting. What's what's interesting is the patterns and the rates. Uh, and when you can compare, you know, your competitor's conversion rate for their funnel to yours or, you know, their video play rates or whatever, right? That's, those comparisons are super valuable. Um, as an example, I was able to figure out that, um, that Amazon has kind of like this growth hack that they use. Um, it's like a $10 billion a year growth hack. They make $800 million more per year because they do something that none of their competitors, that none of their competitors do. And I can straight up prove it because I'm looking at like the conversion rates um, for Amazon after a search. So like basically the whole thing comes down to, you know, what happens after somebody types in a search? What's the conversion rate? Well, across the entire industry, um, you know, Best Buy, Walmart, um, you know, uh, yeah, Etsy, Target, everything, right? eBay, like, even trying to name yeah. name the top top sites, uh, the top commerce sites. Basically, once once somebody does a search, they get a three x conversion, right? So their conversion rate may go from two percent to six percent, and it's really consistent. It's almost a law of nature. Uh, but Amazon somehow gets a six x, right? So they go from you know two percent to twelve percent. And, you know, why is that? How is that? And so, I, I, you know, I have like a case study where I go through the entire thing and figure out exactly why. And there's no way that you can do that using Alexa or similar web or, uh, you know, Google's keyword tools. It's just like fundamentally not possible to find out this sort of information. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool new world. I mean, I don't know, man. Is there a link where we can where we can get hold of that uh, case study? Because I haven't seen that one yet, and I uh, yeah, uh, as soon as I get off this, I'm gonna go read it. I actually don't know if I've published it yet. Um, it's um, uh, but I'll be publishing it soon. It's like um, it, but and it'll show up on the Nacho Analytics blog. Um, there's one on cool. there where I like sort of allude to it. It basically is uh, an article where you know I talk about um, if you have a search bar. You know, I looked at the yeah. top 30 search sites on the internet and, you know, going from like, you know, um, you know, Google down to, you know, I think, um, uh, seven search. I th no, 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 no. Like I'm talking like, uh, <laughs> like the, the number two search site is YouTube. Number three is Amazon. Uh, yeah. Number yeah. four is actually Netflix. Uh, the number five then is Bing and so on and so forth. Um, and I think it goes all the way down to like uh, Roblox or something. I don't know if you're familiar with Roblox, but it's a it's a game for kids. Um, anyway, um, anyway, so like what I found is that if you have a search bar on your website and you don't have suggest, like uh, I'm sorry, uh, auto autocomplete. If you don't have autocomplete, yeah. or also known as type ahead, if you don't have that, um, and you add it, your conversion rate will go up about 24 percent. And the reason is that when people do a search, it's really logical if you think about it after the fact. When people do a search and there's an auto uh, autocomplete, um, the length of their search increases and it increases about one and a half words. 
uh, it goes from about 1. Uh, 1.6 words to about 3.1 or 3.2, something like that. And, um, and so if you think about it, what happens is that the search results become more relevant to them. When you put in a longer search phrase, as you know, as like an expert searcher, the, the search results become magically more relevant. Um, exactly. And causes that search. It's a causal link, right? Like the autocomplete actually creates a longer search. And so, uh, so what I found is that for every word that you add to the average search length, your conversion rate goes up by 15%. Therefore, um, uh, when you increase your, uh, when you add autocomplete, your, uh, your conversion rate will go up by 24%. It's crazy because there's a million, there's like even our site, like our, our blog doesn't have an autocomplete and we're adding one. <laughs> yeah, no, it, exactly. I, it's just with those numbers, I can definitely now make sure that I mentioned that to all my clients. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. super straightforward. I mean, that's exactly. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't actually probably yeah. about two days. Yeah, there's, there's, if you're on WordPress, I'm sure there's plugins. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and sixty percent of websites are so. And that's what's great. Is my, they, you know, they just make sense ahead. after the fact. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I think we've got to uh, say goodbye for today. But I really, uh, people that are listening, SpyFu is s p y f u dot com. Uh, Nacho Analytics. I don't. Uh, is it just Nacho N a c h o Analytics dot com as well, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Not okay, like so I mean, those two go as soon as you've stopped listening to this show, go and search it because they really are valuable tools. And I'm sure later on in the year, we will uh, get Mike to circle back and, and see what new things he's discovered. He's definitely a data uh, guru. He loves playing with data. That's, uh, Mate, that's, I, I, appreciate that's the, I appreciate the insights. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No problem. And uh, you can hear us at on iTunes and Spreaker and iHeartRadio. Uh, follow us on Facebook uh, and Twitter at SEO Rockstars, etc. cetera. Uh, or just reach out to Aussie Webmaster. And if you've got questions and if you have any ideas of other people in the industry that are working with tools, because that's what I want to do over the next couple of months is uh, bring people in so that uh, – newbies and more experienced people can get a better feel for what the tools are that are out there and how they can use it to make their life a little easier and more profitable. So folks, have a great week and uh, I will talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.